Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough, and here is a mini dose of Dr. Debbie where I'm sharing tips, suggestions, strategies, and sometimes just motivation to have you move past your betrayal once and for all. So yesterday I talked about one of the discoveries, which was post-betrayal transformation, which is different than healing from other types of crises. Today I want to talk about post-betrayal syndrome. That was actually the second discovery on the PhD study I did. I want to read you some stats because I want you to know what betrayal does. This is, we've had over 80,000 people at this point take our post-betrayal syndrome quiz on our site to see to what extent they're struggling. Just about every country is represented, men, women, and out of those people, listen to this, 78% constantly revisit their experience, 81% feel a loss of personal power, 80% are hypervigilant, 94% deal with painful triggers, and those triggers can take you right down. Are the most common physical symptoms. 71% have low energy, 68% have sleep issues, 63% have extreme fatigue, that's how you know your adrenals have tanked, 47% have weight changes. In the beginning, maybe you can't hold food down, later on you're using food for comfort. 45% have digestive issues, and that could be anything from Crohn's, IBS, diverticulitis, constipation, diarrhea, the most common mental symptoms. 78% are overwhelmed, 70% walking around in a state of disbelief. 68% are unable to focus, 64% are in shock, 62% can't concentrate. So imagine the gut issue, you're exhausted, you can't concentrate, you still have to work, you still have to raise your kids. That's not even the emotional ones. Emotionally, 88% experience extreme sadness, 83% are angry, 82% feel hurt, 80% have anxiety, 79% are stressed, just a few more. Here's why I wrote the book Trust Again. 84% have an inability to trust. 67% prevent themselves from forming deep relationships because they're afraid of being hurt again. 82% find it hard to move forward. 90% want to move forward, but they don't know how. Now, here's what's even worse. You didn't hear me say anything 20%, 30%. These numbers are high. What's even worse is think about this. These stats aren't from a recent betrayal. This could be something that happened decades ago. Your parent did something awful. The girlfriend or boyfriend who broke your heart in high school, whatever it is, that person may not know, care, even remember. They may not even be alive. And here you are struggling. Good news is you can heal from all of it. Before we dive into today's episode, we have exciting news for our incredible audience. Brace yourselves for an empowering journey of healing and self-growth this September with our upcoming 21-Day Forgiveness Journey. For 21 days, we'll be sharing insightful stories and powerful strategies to help you master the art of forgiveness. We get it, forgiveness can be tough, but remember, it's the key to breaking free from the chains of resentment and pain and it's just a word until you do it. So let's make it happen together. Make these 21 days some of the most transformative of your life, and let's turn forgiveness into a shared, uplifting journey. Sign up at thepbtinstitute.com forward slash forgiveness and grab your handy tracker that we'll be using daily. We're thrilled to take this journey with you. In the PBT Institute, we have an open Q&A where members get to ask any question to me. And one of them um, was, she felt like she was pretty far along and all of a sudden there was a work scenario and uh, everyone said, oh, we were so gullible. How did we believe in that person? And it really triggered that she was like, wait, was I so gullible? 
in my relationship. And I gave her these three ideas and I'm hoping that it helps you. Number one, instead of feeling like, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm such an idiot, how did I not? No, none of that. You don't know how to think that way. And that's a good thing. So that's why you didn't see it coming. The second thing is, how did she, if she compares how she responded based on how she responded just even a few weeks ago, is there any improvement? And yes, there was. The old version of her, that would have taken her down and that would have been it. And what she would have done, you know, how she would have felt physically, mentally, and emotionally for days now just lasted a little bit of time. And the third thing is, from that experience, what can she do differently going forward? So that helped her, and I'm hoping that helps you. Number one, you don't know how to think that way, so be glad. So instead of feeling gullible, real, I was honoring the relationship. I was honest and trustworthy and abiding by the, the rules of the relationship. So that's why you didn't see it coming. You don't know how to think that way. Two, how did the old version of you handle a trigger? This version of you is handling differently. Everything that you do that's even one degree uh, in the right direction is progress. And three, how can you change it and tweak it a little bit more going forward? I hope that helps. I was working with one of our members in the PBT Institute, and she was really upset about her weight. A few things. First, out of the, I don't know, 80,000 people who've taken our post-betrayal syndrome quiz, uh, 47% struggle with a weight issue. Now, in the beginning, maybe you can't hold food down. Later on, you're using food for comfort. But that's just one thing. What happens is when you are under so much stress, the body hangs on to that weight and will not let it go. It's really, really common to have such stubborn weight that just will not release specifically around the middle. So if all of a sudden you're like, where the heck did this come from? That stress is causing that weight gain and it's stuck there and it's hard to go. Now, here's the thing too. When the stress releases as you move through the experience, the weight, you know, the weight releases as well. But I told her that, you know, it's here's what you want to do. Look at it like after betrayal, it's like you're in ICU. You're just in the ICU and all you want to do is get into the recovery room. It is not a time to try some crazy diet or do something like that. Now, I've been in weight loss for and health for 30 years. And what I know for sure is while there are many very healthy ways to eat, when you're healing from betrayal, you want to uh, use healthy eating in your favor. You want to use it as almost looking at it like, will this food choice get me out of ICU? And you're learning how to love yourself and nurture yourself, which is something that we absolutely do not do when we're healing from a trail. Now, here's the other thing. It's going to help you think more clearly, regain your confidence, and even more important than that, so many aspects of life have been completely taken out of control. And eating healthier and moving may be the only thing you have control over at this time. While there are so many reasons to eat a little bit healthier, the motivation has to be to get you out of this emotional ICU and get you into the recovery rooms. If it's not loving to your body, if it's not healthy, if it's not nurturing, it's not the time to have it. The weight will release as you move through the five stages from a trail to breakthrough. So many resources in my bio. We're here to help. Hope that helps. You need the right tools, support, and the right community to move through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. And we have all that within the PBT Institute. So join us at the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com. There's a version of you who's so confident, healthy, peaceful, and happy. 
on the other end of your healing, and we can't wait to help you get there. We got you. Thanks for listening, and here's to your breakthrough.